And now, from New York City, it's I Don't Know What That Is, the podcast for folks of a certain age. And now, please welcome your hosts, Adrian Frost and Ben Hersey. Hi, I'm writer, actor, and comedian Adrian Frost. And I'm actor, writer, comedian Ben Hersey. So this podcast is a kind of living Wikipedia for boomers and Gen Xers like us who get frustrated by all the new stuff they're seeing and hearing from the younger generation around them. And on this show, we research and explain all that new stuff so you are free to like it or lump it, but at least you learned it. Welcome to I Don't Know What That Is. Today we're talking about shipping. You mean like UPS, FedEx, DHL? No, we're talking about relationshiping. I don't know what that is. Do you mean like performing the actions and compromises required to make a relationship work? <laughs> and that is important, but not what we're talking about today, no. All right. What is relationshiping? Did you ever see a celebrity relationship or even fictional relationship from a movie or a TV show or a book and think to yourself, I'm so happy for them. I love them. Yes, absolutely. Heart to heart. Heart to heart, really? Yes, of course. Of course, heart to heart. Okay. okay. So first of all, as a reminder, Heart to Heart was an American mystery television series that ran mm -hmm. in the early 80s. Mm -hmm. And it was about the hearts who were a wealthy couple who led this glamorous jet set lifestyle and mm -hmm. regularly found themselves working as amateur detectives in order to solve crimes in which they had become embroiled. And the show starred Robert Wagner and Stephanie Powers. Yes. Right? They okay. were Jonathan and Jennifer Hart, mm -hmm. and they were the handsomest couple out there. They had matching cars. They were perfect <laughs> together. And of course, they had Max. Oh, yes. They had Max. Yes, that's right. And by the way, my name is Max. <laughs> I take care of them, which ain't easy because their hobby is murder. Whose hobby is murder? P.S. <laughs> How about cross stitch or knitting? Anyway. Right. Actually, I think Jennifer did knit from time to time. Somehow I remember them sitting in their 80s living room and he's putting a ship into a bottle or some <laughs> other. <laughs> so hold that 80s thought for a moment. Shipping or to ship is a term derived not from another word for boat or anything having to do with getting something from one part of the world to another part of the world. No, this kind of shipping comes, as I said, from the word relationship. And the simplest, most basic definition of shipping is to support, to get behind, to approve of a fictional relationship. So know it or not, when it comes to your beloved heart to heart, you were shipping i was you were i knew it i don't think you did know that. i shipped heart to heart but what about this a friend of mine from high school posted a picture on facebook of kim and kanye and she wrote down wait wait wait, wait. rapper kanye west and reality show star and social media influencer kim kardashian west is there another okay she posted a picture of kim and kanye and wrote i ship these two well she was using the term shipping, and like you and the hearts, she was doing the very basic version of shipping, the support, get behind, approve of version. The people using the term shipping, like teens on Instagram and like your friend from high school, is just how we know that the real shipping exists. So people who use the term shipping, it's like the, t the tip of the shipping iceberg? 
an iceberg that has this little teeny piece showing at the top, but it's Everest below the surface. Ooh, Everest. How far up this Everest of icebergs are we going today? Uh, not far. Base camp. <laughs> no Sherpas. <laughs> no Sherpas needed on this. So one. we're basically just going to look up the mountain and go, damn, that's a long way up. Yep, pretty much. Okay, Admiral Byrd, who didn't climb <laughs> Everest, did he? No. I don't know who the hell he know. is. <laughs> um, let's just say Admiral Byrd. All right, Admiral Wait, 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 was he the, the captain of the... Iceberg of Everest the Titanic? Ship? No, he wasn't no. the captain. No, Admiral right, Byrd uh, discovered Antarctica. Anyway, let's, let's start climbing up the Everest of icebergs. Okay, here we go. The real shipping, the relationshipping, is born out of fandom and is the act of wanting or hoping for a romantic relationship that doesn't exist, never happened, between two characters from your favorite fiction, a book, TV show, movie, etc. Often to the point of creating a kind of spin-off or alternate version of that fiction where the two characters are together. So it's not just supporting a particular relationship between two fictional characters. It's creating a relationship, fabricating a relationship between fictional characters. Exactly. So like if Harry Potter and Hermione Granger ended up mm. together, is that a good example? Exactly. Good job. Thank you. For those of you who don't know, in the Harry Potter series, Harry Potter and Hermione Granger are very close friends, but they are not in a romantic relationship. But people ship them, quote unquote, together. Yes. And they create new stories and art where they are in a romantic relationship, but still based in the world created by J.K. Rowling, who created Harry Potter. So shippers are changing something that they say that they love just the way that it is, and, but they're changing it? Yeah. Well, for people who are creating this type of fan fiction or fan art, it's deeper than just being a fan. They're much more deeply involved emotionally in whatever the work of fiction is. Shipping is a way of kind of adding their own fantasies to the equation. So they would say that they're adding to the... Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm sure. But this fan fiction is a very fiercely debated subject in the world of books and movies. So some writers praise it and some think it's ripping off the original work. So some of the original creators of the fiction sometimes feel compelled to weigh in on some of these pairings of the characters in their works. For example, J.K. Rowling, who I just mentioned, felt the need to clarify online that Harry Potter and Hermione Granger are, quote, very platonic friends, end quote. I, I don't know that that clarifies anything, actually. No, it, does, it doesn't clarify anything <laughs> at all. It, the clarification is that somebody doesn't want to lose her giant fan base. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the clarification. I mean, fan fiction certainly does extend the brand. I mean, you should be so lucky to have so many people thinking about your work. So we're talking about Harry Potter, but it didn't start with Harry Potter, right? All of this. No, no, no. no. So when did shipping start? Well, it's been around for a long time. Okay, so like in the 20s, did somebody <laughs> ship Steamboat Willie and Fred Astaire? Oh my God. Wow. I thought your 37 years was a long reach back. Well, no, actually, let me clarify this. Heart to Heart was based on the shipping of Steamboat Willie and Fred no. Astaire. No, it that's why they Yes, that's why they dressed Robert Wagner in a tuxedo and Stephanie Powers in white gloves. <laughs> Our hobby is murder. Mm. But no, not as far back as the 20s, 
But in the 60s, when we were young, fans of Star Trek were shipping, in a way. Who were they shipping? Kirk and Spock. I knew there was something going on between those two. I knew it. Yes, I could sense well, it. Well, at least fan-wise, yes, there was. Back then, with no internet, how did they share their stuff? Well, I guess at that time it was at conventions or in fan magazines or newsletters. Uh, okay, okay. But like a lot of things that existed before, but really blew up with the birth of the internet, the actual term shipping materialized in the 1990s. That's when fans began calling themselves relationshippers and then R shippers and then apostrophe shippers and then finally just shippers. And eventually they'll just be called shh. Shh. Quiet, quiet. No, no, no. But, shush, but I was talking about. No, 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 no more talking. Shush. Now, in the 90s, when the internet exploded, fans could share more with each other. After they got online. You've got. Is that what your computer did in the early 90s? (laughs) It was a donkey. A donkey was running your internet. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Ed created DSL. (laughs) Anyway. So around that time, they started to find new ways to name the shipped pairings. Sometimes they use a slash, but more commonly, they just combine the names. So when it really started to become popular, the biggest shippers were fans of the show that was super popular at the time. Family Matters. They shipped Carl and Urkel. Kirkle. They called them Kirkle. Uh, Not correct. The X-Files. That was my second guess after Perfect Strangers. Cousin Larry and Balky. Who we would call (laughs) Lalky. Or Barry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, for example, in the X-Files, agents Mulder and Scully would become... Ollie. Skulder. You know, I could do this all day, combining I'm sure you could. I could. So fans truly believed in their hearts that there should be a romantic relationship between Mulder and Scully. All the way from Star Trek to the X-Files and now to Harry Potter and lots of new pairing sense, fans have created these ships. Are there different types of ships? Oh, yes. Let me count the ways. Oh, Lord. Okay, okay. so there's, there's het, a.k.a. opposite sex. Het stands for hetero, I guess. Boy meets girl. Yes, correct. Slash, also known as same sex. Boy meets boy. Poly. Polyamorous. Yes, indeed. So poly, boy meets girl and girl, or boy meets girl and girl and parrot. Mm, that would be interspecies. Ah, so that's boy meets... Llama. Ew. Uh, ew, yeah. A sheep, sure, that fits. Okay, stop right now. <laughs> if everyone out there didn't know that Ben is a dad, now they know that Ben is a dad. He just pun-joked. Yes, I'm ve- I've become very good at that and annoying my son. Is process. that all the ships there are? Um, no, there's also age difference. Boy meets octogenarian. And... There's one called Cargo. Cargo? Boy meets inanimate object. What? No. Like if Mulder fell in love with his FBI badge. I would call that mulge. And there are also crack pairings. Is that between crackheads? This one refers to pairings that are in our generation's lingo. Whack. I never used the term whack. Wiggity whack? No. Well, you weren't as fly as I was, I guess. I was not. It means pairings that are crazy, like if Harry Potter and the school janitor who appeared in the book for three pages got together. 
I don't think there's a janitor in any. No, I just, Harry I Potter just meet two characters that barely have met. Do they need a janitor? I, I mean, it seems like something <laughs> oh they could God. do, right? That they could use their, I don't know, magic to clean up. <laughs> but even if they had one guy to do it, that seems like a real cush job, no? I mean, there must be a cleaning everything spell. <laughs> uh, Lysolus Allus. Swiffercum sweeperum. Turn on the Roomba. Is this muggle vomit? <laughs> I quit. There's also something called OTP. Oh, are you down with OTP? Yeah, you know me. No, stop it. More That's more dad stuff. You were saying. Yeah, no, you were saying. Wait, 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 wait. You know down with OPP. You know naughty by nature. But you, but you never used wiggity whack. I already told you I didn't listen to Criss Cross. You just, wait, what, how are you mentioning Criss Cross, but you don't know, they're the ones that said wiggity whack. You know what, all I know is that Criss Cross wore their pants backwards. Anyway, OTP stands for the one true pairing. Like you can't even, you can't even challenge the OTP because it is the one true pairing. Hallelujah. There's also something called foyer. <gasps> I went to high school with a guy named foyer. No, you did not go yes, to high I school. Yes, I did. A... Foyer and myself were in mathletes together. <laughs> First of all, you, you were never a mathlete. Yes, I was. I was already know that's a lie. Uh, quickly, what is nine times six minus eight plus five? Uh, four. Okay, what is okay, foyer? That's right. Tell you me. don't know a foyer. You never knew a foyer and you weren't okay. a mathlete. Foyer means making couples out of two characters that originally fight violently or creating some kind of romantic subtext between arch enemies or explicit subtext between enemies or one-sided enemy crushes. So we'll never get together because we hate each other, but oh, look, we got together like, uh, like yes. Harry met Sally, except they didn't fight violently, but it, like, like yeah. Harry met Sally. You, well, probably more like when Mario met Donkey Kong. I see. Usually yeah. they're fighting over a lady, but instead they get together and split right. a barrel of wine. Yes, that pretty much covers all the types of shipping. I'm going to stop here. I will remind people we are only touching the tip of the iceberg on shipping. Yes, it's, it, may, it may seem like a lot already, but it's really, it, this is just a sliver. Yeah, these shippers take folks from stories, TV shows, movies, and they create their own creative works, shipping the characters. She put in quote around that. And they share their stories and art where? Well, online, places like uh, fanfiction.com, Reddit is a big Reddit place. Reddit being a network of communities based on people's interests, for those of you who don't know. Yes, and they also have something called a subreddit, basically, which is e even more specific. And has nothing to do with Subway sandwiches, by the way. I found that out the hard way. Well, there may be subreddits about Subway sandwiches. Did you really look? Did you put that in the search engine? I would gladly join a Subway well, subreddit. You know, go back about and look. subways and submarines. I want all the subs in one place. Anyway, continue, please, please, please. please so continue. people share their work on these sites, and and I think sharing is kind of the point, which is why, of course, it's increased so much since the internet, and it's also why another side of shipping is debating online. Sharing the work results is lots of debate. Goodness, goodness, ship debates. Yes, they're called shipping wars. Of course they are. Where two ships do not harmonize and a debate ensues between the creators of each ship. 
one may think characters belong together and the other one labels it a crack pairing because, for example, the story is about two characters from two different verses. Meaning universes? That's right. Good job. Yes. Thank you. So like if Cinderella and Zelda hooked up. <laughs> yes, I guess, yes, they're from different universes, correct. Okay, I want to yes. gently remind people that we're only going so deep with this subject. I mean, it seems like we have to keep saying that because it seems complicated right now, but it just gets so much more. And here, I'll give you an example. Fairly recently, people took to the Star Wars series. They've been shipping Kylo Ren, which is a character in one of the newer films played by adam driver adam driver for those of you who don't know is this generation's jeff goldblum or christopher walken <laughs> okay. he's you know what he's jeff gold walken okay so you've shipped who adam driver is as an actor yes mm-hmm. so it's kylo ren played by adam driver and ray another character in one of the newer star wars franchises played by daisy ridley who is this generation's kira knightley natalie portman <laughs> No, you can't use Natalie Portman. She's Kylo Ren's grandma. Uh, this generation's Kira Knightport. Anyway, if you haven't seen Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Rey and Kylo Ren have this kind of spiritual connection, but never actually connect physically until the end of the movie when... Well, now, wait, hold on. I'm about to give a, a spoiler. Everyone walk away for five seconds. We shall wait. All right. Anyways, at the end of the movie, Kylo Ren and Ray kiss, and then he dies. What? So even before that kiss, folks were shipping them and calling them Raylo. Catchy. There's tons of Raylo stuff out there: stories, animated shorts, graphic novels, poems. Got me coffee mugs. It's like the creativity of shipping went to Vistaprint to present <laughs> itself in every possible form there is. And they continue the, the relationship, the shippers do, as though Kylo Ren never died. If it were me, I would ship Kylo Ren and Jar Jar Binks. Misa like a Kylo Ren. Oh, nobody likes Jar Jar. Misa, terrible character to put in movie. <laughs> or Jar Jar. Or Jar Jar. Poor Misa. Oh, no. Anyways, I bring the, that shipping pairing up, mm-hmm. Raylo, because at some point it continued not only for the two characters of Kylo Ren and Ray, but to Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley. Okay. People started shipping those two actors, the real people, to the point where online they were wishing horrible things would happen to their significant others so that the two of them could actually be together the way they were supposed to be. The celebrity's significant others, they wished to axe them out of the picture? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. So when I say just the tip of the iceberg, now you see what I mean. Yeah, I think people are understanding that. What about copyrights? Well, fan fiction is legal. Okay. As long as it remains unpublished. And of course, no one can say they created the original work on which their art is based. It's hard to police it all, though, because there's so much of it. It's it's everywhere. It's just everywhere. It looks like you have some examples of shipping fan art and stories, don't you? Starting with Star Wars. As you should. 
Yeah, so what we have here is some fan art to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously this is visual. Not great for radio. It's a podcast. It's not radio. I know it's a podcast, but it's... Um, let's leave You're tuned in to podcast. Washington temperature is 74 degrees. It's podcast drive time. And next up, <laughs> Toby Keith. Okay, so what do we have here? So we have a piece of fan art that looks like very, very kind of Disney animation. Yeah, I can see that they all have big eyes and right. Disney smiles. They're all very cute. They look adorable. So this, this, this is, is a family, mm-hmm. and it, it looks like Anakin Skywalker, Baby Leia, yep, and, and Anakin's, Baby Luke. And Anakin's wife. Uh, Debbie. Debbie? <laughs> Debbie Skywalker? She's not in any of the movies, but I don't, this looks like a Debbie to yes, me. Yes, she is in the movies. <laughs> Remember, he, he, you know what? It's Padme. Remember Padme? Padme, Padme Lakshmi from no. Top Chef? No, Padme. From Chopped? Padme. Maybe Debbie's her nickname. Jesus. Padme Debbie Lakshmi? <laughs> she does look like a Debbie in this picture, though. Okay. It's the young Skywalker family, and it mm-hmm. looks like Anakin and baby mm-hmm. Leia mm-hmm. are looking at each other kind of grumpily. Well, he's yes. looking like dad, like, don't you? And she's like, rah, 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 rah. but behind them, the graphic says, smile. Like the photographer like, saying that. Right. Smile, everybody yes. smile, look. Oh, actually, Debbie's pointing to the camera. Yeah. And baby, baby Luke is looking. This would never happen. This is definitely fan yes. art. What you. else do we have here? Oh, my goodness. So, it wow. looks like the Raylo pairing. This one, in terms of style and tone, is kind of like graphic novel. Done yeah, with like charcoal. Charcoal sepia tones here. It's the two of them. Ray is in the foreground and Kylo Ren is behind her. <clears throat> and he's got his head in the nape of her neck mm-hmm. and he's pulling at her dress. He's shirtless, it looks yes, like. Yes, he's shirt, but he has on gloves. So this may be a COVID picture because he's wearing gloves. Yeah, but no mask. Neither one of them are wearing masks. What the hell, young people? Come on. Wear a mask. Do you want to get back to normal? (laughs) So anyways, he's kind of pulling at her sand dress. Her sand dress? I don't know what to call it. That's what it is. It looks like her sand kind of wraparound dress. It's not a sand dress just because she lived on Tantooine or whatever the hell. That's why. You know that Chanel was showing sand dresses this fall. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm really in the know. And you can see that part of her, um, her ample bosom. bosom. Oh, my God. So you're giving me crap about saying sand dress, but you use the term bosom. Ample bosom. Thank you very much. <laughs> She's the Pamela Anderson of Raylo fan art. Enhanced in certain ways. Yes. And we should also mention that she seems to be enjoying enjoying his embrace. That's it's part consensual. Of the, That's absolutely. absolutely. Next. Oh, this one is a Harry Potter fan art. All right. And it's not Harry Potter and Hermione, is it? No, it is not Hermione. In fact, it is Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy. And they are enemies in the books. Yes. So this would be a foyer pairing. And I see that in this cartoony picture they are on a a broom together they're on a broom they're on a quidditch broom whatever that is 
they play Quidditch in Harry Potter. You of know course. that. Yes, of course they do. I have no idea. Harry so, Potter is on the front of the broom and Draco is behind Harry Potter and he's got his arms and legs wrapped around him, tight and snuggling with him. And there's his a little- eyes are closed. His eyes are yes. closed. He looks very happy. And the bubble says- My hero with hearts illustrated around it. But Harry Potter looks a little hesitant. Harry- doesn't look like he's enjoying it so much. No, no. But he's, is he's wearing, he is dressed casually. He's wearing Converse sneakers and a leathery bra- jacket. Leather jacket. He, he looks like a Harry Potter. Fonzie. Yes. So he's yes. the Pons. All right. Yeah. So, so that's some fan art. Let's talk about some fan fiction. And why not begin with Star Wars again? It seems awfully popular. I think that is going to go a long way, that franchise. It's going to be yes. a hit. Let's do some fan fiction, shall we? Finally. Quote, sequel to Homecoming, a take on The Force Awakens, where Han lives and brings Kylo Ren home. Mainly Han and Leia with a healthy helping of Raylo and other favorite characters. Family, romance, drama. In the end, doesn't everybody just want to find belonging? Me so want belonging. Me want to belong (laughs) to some franchise that people (laughs) like me in. Poor Jar Jar. What else we got? Let's look at some crossovers. Yes, please. Let's hear it. So this is Star Wars and Harry Potter. Oh. Quote, it started out as a routine retrieval mission. Obi-Wan Kenobi hadn't been expecting to learn he had a soulmate, lest that she would appear in a shower of golden light. It wouldn't take long before he couldn't imagine not having a soul bond with Hermione Granger. Even time and space can't keep a perfect pair apart. End quote. No, 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 no. I do not. No? You don't approve of the age difference or the, or the different verses coming together? Yes and yes to both of those both. things. Obi-Wan okay. is not Roman Polanski. So you're, but you're envisioning the old yes, one. I envision the old Obi-Wan, not the young, hot Obi-Wan. <laughs> Moving on, please. Okay. Here's a, just a straight up Harry Potter. Quote, sometimes you have to learn to laugh to let go of the past. <laughs> it's true. Andromeda Black doesn't really care about that, though. She just wants to kiss Hermione's pretty face. Time travel and telenovela plot twists ahead. Hermione? Donde esta Hermione? Te amo. Te quiero su cara, Hermione. Andre Omeda. Te quiero. Okay, moving on to the animated genre. Oh, yes. Let's see what we have here. We have the great mouse detective. No. Seriously, <laughs> somebody wrote fan fiction about the great mouse detective, which is yes, one of the least known Disney animated films and not a very good one. No, they it's, locked it away. No one has ever seen it. That's like writing fan fiction for the Aristocats, <laughs> which nobody saw either. Let's skip the great mouse detective. <laughs> but if you love the great mouse detective, you're going to love fan fiction about Bill and Ted. Excellent adventure, Bill and Ted? Yes. Read it. Bill misses Ted more than anything in the world. The mid-afternoon came calmly on the tail of the breeze. The sun hid behind the graying clouds as the day progressed. The town was quiet since the early hours of the morning. There were no signs of rain. Bill watched the outside world, a cup of hot chocolate in his hands, with the tiny marshmallows that Ted liked. He had wild stallions, don't make me cry, spinning on the record table. The kids got their parents for their wedding. It was mahogany, with Bill and Ted's most triumphant wedding written in gold on the top. 
It was the greatest gift they'd ever received. Oh, that is, I mean, I have no words. I do. They called their wedding Bill and Ted's most triumphant wedding? Yes. Is everything Bill and Ted's something? Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted's excellent house remodel. Bill and Ted's most Bill, amazing fish fry. Bill and Ted's so-so bowling night. Because <laughs> you know it's going to be so-so. Here's another one. There's more than one Bill and Ted fan fiction. They sat for a moment, hands clasped as Ted struggled for words. Ugh. The emotions swarming between them left the air tense and thick. Someone has a thesaurus. <laughs> The boys stared into each other's eyes for a moment, Bill's worried ones meeting Ted's soft, watery gaze when his tongue darted out to lick his lip. Okay, stop now. Stop. This is erotic fan fiction about Bill and Ted. Yeah, I guess Bill and Ted's dirty, slippery, erotic adventure. Slippery? Wow. It's too much that fans are writing this sort of thing about... Yep, tip of the iceberg, I told you. Weren't you ever a huge fan of something? Of course I was. When we're kids, I think that that we all look up to someone, don't we? We're all fans of something at one point or another. My obsession with sticks was very intense. And embarrassing. When I was 11, I wrote a song and I sent it to them. I'm sailing away. No. Set an open cards for emergency. No, that's not the song I wrote. You sent them an original song? That is correct. What happened? I got a letter back from their PR person on Sticks Letterhead. Wow. Yes, okay. typed on a typewriter that said they appreciated my song, but Dennis DeYoung and Tommy Shaw write their own songs. Wow. What about you, though? Who were so you a I, fan of? I, I would say at that same time, from like 10, age 10, I was a big Kiss fan. Ah. So they had like a Kiss army. Do you remember at Halloween, everyone wanted to be... Gene Simmons. I loved Peter Chris, but Ace was kind of like, uh, and Paul was kind of like, uh, because Gene Simmons and Peter Chris were kind of at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like they were, Peter Chris was like the cat, and Gene Simmons was like devil y, long tongue, you know, like he had the hair and the crazy boots. And what I remember most about Kiss is that they all had thick Brooklyn and Queens accents. So Paul Stanley called uh, Ace Freely Star Child. He was like a star child. Like he was working at a deli. I've like, got a pastrami on life, a star child. <laughs> Order fries no. for, for cat face. The cats. <laughs> That's how Cats' deli opened. Because of Kiss. So anyway. Anyways, it was almost like watching a, an episodic because back then we just had to wait for the next album to come out. And there was a bunch of art about the continuing story of Kiss on those things. You didn't latch on to that. I never felt compelled to add my own fantasies about Kiss. But in the end, instead of wanting to change their story or be part of their story somehow, what it really meant is that I wanted to be a rock star. Well, regardless of whether or not, you know, you were a super fan or not a super fan. I mean, we were kids at that time, though. We were kids. I was a kid when I wrote the letter to Sticks. You were a kid, you know, when you liked Kiss. And I mean, I didn't have Davy Jones and Mike Nesmith having a threesome with H.R. Puff and stuff. (laughs) I don't know if we went that far with it. And two, it's kind of like we never were exposed to that possibility. It wasn't around, so... It never occurred to us, probably. 
I get it. I mean, I get it. I was a nerd. I was a weirdo. I went to camp for gifted kids and it was awesome to be around other geeks and reading Tolkien and making gifted art. Camp? Yes, gifted camp. I gave the gift away. So. Oh, wow. Well, you mentioned Tolkien. Mm-hmm. If you were going to do some shipping, who would you ship? I wouldn't ship anyone now. Universe. I'm too old no, to ship. I mean, if, uh, if you had to. If I were young and doing it, I would mix it up. I would mix verses. I would have Aslan and Gandalf build a home together. Aslan, the lion from The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, you mm-hmm. mean? So, interspecies. Wow, yeah. So, but wait, are they together? They're together. I mean, throw in the wardrobe, and you got cargo and polyamorous. But, but I have a question. What about Mr. Tumnus? Why, what, why are people doing this shipping today? I mean, I feel like it's gotten more popular because we communicate less in real life. Like, people are trying to make a connection and it's easier to make a connection online, for sure. I mean, people in general bond over their love of things. So like anything, it can get out of control. Personally, I don't understand why anyone wants to write about already made up characters instead of creating their own. I'm all for having creativity. I just think you can get more original and not so invested, meaning obsessive. You know, I think that yeah. we have to keep our eye on not just kids, anyone who's getting into this sort of thing, because it can become an obsessive hobby. And I think that we just need to encourage people to just create their own stuff, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think on the, on the dark side of this, what could be trying to connect with other people can turn into this kind of trying to prove you know more about it. You're more invested, as you were saying, like a competition. Right. It becomes a competition where they, I mean, why would you have a shipping war? If you're both just creating stuff that you like about this world, then why is one have to be right? One has to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Why is there such a thing as the one true pairing? Why do they have something that would even be called a crack pairing? That smacks of people wanting to say that their creativity, even though it's not even theirs, they're stealing it from someone else. Their creativity is better than someone else's. Having said that, I would add one other thing about shipping and maybe about fan fiction more broadly, which mm-hmm. is that maybe creatively you could look at it like the equivalent of using a store-bought cake mix or any other kind of ready-made base for cooking at home that provides a novice mm-hmm. with all the culinary heavy lifting, so to speak, allowing them to make a recipe their own. J.K. Rowling is doing all the creative heavy lifting and allowing a novice to play in that world in a way that's even more specific to their own enjoyment. For our listeners here, maybe if you ever wanted to dabble in writing, you could take the store-bought route and play around with a recipe that somebody has already created for you. I mean, it's just another take on how something like this that may seem really weird might actually be something that you could do to advance your own creativity. If that's So like a, a jumping off point. Yes. Yeah, so like the whole Everest of shipping is there if you're interested, if you want to go down that, up that, I should say, mm-hmm. or you can just hang around base camp as we did today. Or you could also forget about the huge snowy mountains altogether and just <laughs> go to the beach. Yeah, that's true. Either way, when it comes to shipping, you can like it or lump it, but now at least you learned it. And now you no longer have to say, I don't know what that is. I'm Ben Hersey. And I'm Adrian Frost. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.